You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And we have a special guest here with us, uh, Mr. Biz. Um, his, his, his business uh, street name, um, but he's, uh, his name is Ken Wentworth. And he's going to be talking to us today about um, how business owners can be more profitable, they can sleep better at night, and um, specifically, uh, what's a fractional CFO and how can that apply towards not only just you know, the real estate business but any business um you know that that needs to generate revenue so uh, ken so thank you so much for coming on the show yeah anthony i uh, appreciate you having me yeah it's funny uh, a lot of people have that question and frankly about i don't know five six years ago i didn't know what the heck a fractional cfo was either i never heard of it so <laughs> it's a fair question but um think of it this way think of a business owner um that or an investor that is maybe really good at what they do. So um, they're really good at the service or the, the widgets they produce, the, the products they produce or the services they, they uh, uh, provide, but maybe they don't have the business experience and specifically in this case, some of the financial business experience. So, um, you know, I, I always use the, the, the silly example of Paul the plumber who is a master plumber and he's been a plumber for, you know, 20 plus years and he's really good at that. But he doesn't have the experience of running a business. And so, you know, he might struggle or not be as profitable as he should be or could be um, because he just doesn't understand that part of the business. Um, you know, and it's, he's really good at plumbing, but he just doesn't know, uh, you know, he's not run a business for. And this is a lot of times um, where I think, you know, p- people like that, I can come in and help them really quickly <clears throat> establish a bunch of different, you know, you know KPIs, keep key performance indicators, et cetera. And with investors, it would work similarly. So, um, you know, establishing what is important, what metrics they should be looking at, especially when they're looking at investing in a new deal and a new syndication, et cetera. You know, what what things should they be looking at? What ratio should they be monitoring? Where should they look to be and things they're investing and things like that? So, Awesome. So when you're, when you're talking about, you know, being a fractional CFO and, and like you said, it's not really – um, whoever's running the business, they may be really good at one thing, but not good at another. Um, can you, can you kind of talk about, um, what sort of metrics that you kind of guide your clients to look at? Um, what, it doesn't have to be real estate related, but mm-hmm. let's just use real estate as an example. Since you- yeah. I mean, honestly, the, the, I have, I call them my three pillars of financial success. And that's where I start with every single client. And those are cash flow. Number one, right? Cash flow is king. Um, and you don't have cash, you don't have business, right? Regardless of the type of business you're doing. So very, very important. And, and there's almost always, even if cash flow is not a challenge for your business, there's almost always ways, strategies we can implement to make it even better. Um, so we start with cash flow and then we go to, I like to call it the B word, Anthony, budgeting. <laughs> Um, a budget is so critically important to the success of any type of business. Um, and it's not, I think a lot of people, most businesses don't even have a budget or have never created one. I think it's, they're missing a huge opportunity there. 
Um, it's so important to me that when I even talk with a prospective client, if, if having a budget for them is, is they don't want to do that, then that's a deal breaker for me because I know how important it is because you can monitor things as you're going throughout the year and be able to quickly pivot off of what's not working or what is working and be able to, you know, uh, accentuate that even more. And then the third one is pricing. And I know it sounds obvious and by that I don't mean, you know, just increase your prices. Really understanding because what a lot of businesses, what I find almost every single business I've ever worked with, unfortunately has what I call the silent business killer. And that is unprofitable products or services. And I call it silent because most people say, well, why would I have something purposely unprofitable? Well, you don't purposely do it, but you just don't realize it. And then the real killer of that is that most times those unprofitable products or services are the, the highest volumes that you're selling. And so imagine a business owner that is selling like crazy, sales are up, revenues up, but they're having problems with the cash flow and or they're losing money, right? It sounds very counter, right? Well, my sales are up, but I'm losing money. It doesn't make any sense. That's what it is, right? You're selling this product that's, that's unprofitable um, and you just don't know it. You don't realize it because it's not there. And or even if you don't have that, you, maybe your, some of your products are not um, priced at the profitability level that they should be. So for your industry, if you should be at a 20% net margin and you've got things priced at a 5% net margin, again, you don't even realize it. Huge opportunity there for, to increase your profitability by fixing that, that profit or that, sorry, that pricing problem right there. So, so I, I start with those three, every single business, that's where we start. Once we get those nailed down and have that foundation, then we can go beyond those, but we really got to get those three those three legs at the stool have to be, you know, functioning really well and optimally. And then we move on to other things. Got it. Okay. So when, when you, okay. So when you establish that foundation, those three pillars, um, what are some of the challenges, the most common challenges that you see, um, you know, when you're advising your clients, is it mostly cash flow related after um, it comes down to budgeting, you know, whether they're growing and they, now they have to, you know, hire staff and um, it kind of gets a little bit more, comp- definitely more complicated. Um, w- what are some of the, the growing pains, at least that, you know, you've seen um, your clients experience and kind of how they've overcame that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say probably two things. Number one is, uh, and it's changed a little bit, obviously, over the last six, eight months with with the pandemic and everything, but it's hiring good people, finding good people to hire is, is a challenge again across all industries, across all geographies. That's been a challenge um, for sure. But um, you know, one of the things that I see as people are growing and expanding, regardless of business, one of the things I, the mistakes I see and challenges I see with folks is they they have their their base. You know, if it's a brick and mortar store or something like that, or even it's just their they have their base of investments and they're replicating that. And it's not really optimal. So what I mean by that simple example is, let's say you have you have one location, and you say, "Man, I want to expand, and I want to get to you know five six locations." You replicate that original ro- location, and as we all know, just like with the, the old uh, you know copy machines, the copy is never as good as the original, right? So if the original that you're copying is a six on a scale one to ten, the copy ends up being a four or a five, and then the copy of the copy is you know it, it gets it degrades further as you go along. So what I really stress with folks is, especially as they're growing, 
you got to make sure that that base and what you're replicating and duplicating is at a nine or a 10 before you even think about uh, expanding and, and, you know, again, duplicating that because again, the copy is typically not as good as the original. So you want to make sure that that one, uh, the original is really, really top notch in good working order. And the same thing with investments. I mean, you got to make sure that, you know, as you're, what you're investing in, you, you don't want to replicate something that, you know, maybe you have a, a faulty process, as I was mentioning earlier, is that maybe some of the metrics that you're looking at as far as an investment go, they're not exactly the things you should be looking at, right? And so now you're going to double down on that. So it's really important to make sure that those, those base things that you're looking for, not only as an investor, but even in your business and expanding, that you've got to make sure that those bases are really, really solid before you start to duplicate those. Got it. Yeah, and that, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, you also, from what I understand, um, run your own podcast as well? Yeah, I've got a radio show, Mr. Biz Radio. We've been doing it for almost uh, yeah, about four years now, uh, about another week or so before years we've been doing it. Um, and uh, it's grown like crazy. Um, we were on a bunch of different internet, on five different internet radio networks right now. And the show airs for 40 hours a week now. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. And um, you're also an author too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really odd because people who know me, I absolutely cannot stand writing. I hate writing. Um, I'll do video audio, but I just, I, man, I just, uh, it's painful for me, but I, yeah, I've written uh, two books. been fortunate enough. They both made it to bestseller status. Um, and uh, yeah, one's uh, how to be a cash flow pro, of course, cash flow. And then uh, the other one's called Pathway to Profits. And uh, it's covering a bunch of different topics, 10 different topics that are critical to business success, talking about growing your revenue, talking about how to hire people more effectively. Um, in my corporate career, where I was, I worked at a Fortune 15 company and got to the top 3% of a Fortune 15 company. And over that time, hired, you know, hundreds, if not, I don't know, a thousand or so people. So even that kind of thing is I'm not just a CFO. So, you know, helping, I've got some tricks to the trade as far as how to look, what to look for when you're hiring folks, as far as, you know, making sure you, you make good hires and things like that, because obviously that's very important, very time consuming uh, process, especially if you hire the wrong person, you start to train them, you invest and you figure out, you know, 60 days in, they're not the right fit. And so now you got to start all the way over and, you know, it's very painful. So a bunch of different things like that, but um, how to help, you know, owners, entrepreneurs, whether they're starting a business, setting up a business, how to really get those, again, those base fundamentals down really solid. Um, so as you, as you grow, you're growing upon a, a really solid foundation. Sure, sure. Um, and so in terms of, you know, when you're looking at the real estate business and you mentioned kind of it in stages, right? So some people, they want to get in there and they want to buy as many units or as many assets as quickly as they can. Um, but like you said, it kind of, you kind of teach people, at least from my understanding to step back a minute and understand what is, what, what your ultimate goals are and using those three pillars and, um, you know, you know, adjusting your business plan from there, because do you see it being common that, uh, what's the term when entrepreneurs are all over the place and they want right. to do this, that, and the other thing, um, you know, do you see that being pretty common? Because I come across it very often, especially in the real estate industry, um, kind of outside uh, what I do. So, yeah. No, absolutely. I, mean, yeah. I, I think that's, um, 
if you are, you, you truly have an entrepreneurial mind, I think that's one of the biggest challenges of having an entrepreneurial mind is that you get easily distracted because you've got all these different ideas. You, you want to grow, you want to expand, you want, oh, let's try this, let's try that, let's try this. And, and I actually fell victim to this myself in uh, 2019. Um, I went to a, a conference, um, Grant Cardone's uh, growth conference, uh, 10X Growth Con, and I, my mind was blown away. And I got all these ideas and I came back and I literally, for the next six months, I'm working my tail off and getting nothing accomplished. Uh, nothing completed, I should say. I'm, I'm accomplishing things, but, and I really sat back and was very frustrated by it to say, gosh, I'm working my butt off. Why, how come I'm not checking any boxes? How come I'm not completing anything? And I literally sat down, Anthony, and I was working on 13 different things at that time. Wow. Which, you know, I'm making progress on all 13, but I'm not completing any of the 13. So, um, yeah, and I, so I have to check myself on that sometimes as well, but it's easy to do, especially with that type of mind. Um, but I'll tell you, one of the things I preach and a little bit sort of taking a tangent off of that is not only for business owners, but especially for investors is to make sure that you are ready and you have a strong balance sheet. So you are ready for the economic downturn, which we're in the middle of right now, as you well know. And so, you know, I began, uh, over a year ago, uh, making sure that my clients were positioned. And it's funny, after 10 years of growth and prosperity and this you know, economic boom we've had for 10 years or so in the United States, my clients are like, oh my gosh, you're being paranoid. Everything's great. you know. And I'm like, I want to be prepared. And I literally prepared. I said, I want to make sure that the earliest I think an economic downturn is coming is July 1st of 2020. So I want to make sure that we're ready for that and they're like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. Well, then of course, fast forward to March, April of 2020, when all the shutdowns begin and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're Nostradamus. Like, how'd you predict this? I'm like, well, hold on. I didn't actually predict it. Didn't know there was gonna be a pandemic, but, um, and, and with investors, super, super important. If you have a strong balance sheet and you have cash right now, there's gonna be a massive opportunity for you, right? You're gonna be able to buy properties at a discounted rate. A lot of people, especially if you've got that idea of commercial properties, for example, that they're saying, oh my gosh, you know, I've got these businesses and the businesses we're in or leasing from me are going out of business. So I'm going to unload this thing, right? So they're going to unload at a cheaper price and you're going to be able to you know, take advantage of that if you have the capital to do that. If you weren't positioned well, <clears throat> forget about keeping your business going and, and being successful. You're not going to take advantage of those opportunities. So you know, even with my clients, two of my clients are on pace to have, and, and they're going to have the best year they've ever had, despite the pandemic. Because what happened is there um, with with each of them, one of them had two um, competitors that went out of business, didn't make it through, and the other one had their their uh, next biggest competitor went out of business, <clears throat> and so we were able to step in and seize that market share, take care of their customers, and even better hire their folks, right? They're going out of business and people are losing their jobs. Well, we have all this extra volume. We had to hire people. Now we can hire people that have the experience, et cetera, save jobs, <clears throat> save slash create those jobs. But, and then, you know, like one of them is a service-based business, service-based business, trucks on the road, right? Every truck on the road is, is $250,000 of revenue in this particular business. Well, we need, we need more trucks because we have more volume. Well, they're going out of business, so now we can purchase their assets, right? They're, they're trying to unload those trucks. We can buy those trucks at a discounted rate. Same thing with investing. Like I said, you know, you've got these properties, and some of these property managers are saying, okay, I'm tapping out. I want to get out of the business. 
but they're doing so at the wrong time, frankly, because they're selling low, right? And so if you have that capital, you could take advantage of that and, and purchase things at a discounted rate. I saw this in the corporate world when I was, um, I worked at JP Morgan Chase and during the last downturn in, you know, 2008, 2009, you know, JP Morgan bought Bear Stearns at a massive discount, uh, bought um, Washington Mutual at a massive discount. So I learned it from the corporate world, frankly, and, and, and apply it to, to current but um, huge opportunity. Obviously, you can't figure that out in the middle of a downturn, right? You got to be prepared for that ahead of time. But man, if you have that capital now, now is the time to be expanding, um, whether it's investing or, you know, just business. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so how can people find your podcast? And uh, you said you're syndicated on multiple radio stations now. Um, that's awesome. Uh, congratulations. How do they how do they find it and learn more about you and what you do um, if they want to reach out to you in further detail? Yeah. Yeah. You got MrBizSolutions.com. We released the show, uh, Mr. Biz Radio out there. You can find it easy on the website and then any social media platform, just search for Mr. Biz. You'll find me. Um, And we, we have a lot, we release a ton of content. Um, Got a YouTube channel. We've got, I don't know, over a hundred videos on that short videos that are, uh, topic specific to talk about tips on, you know, Hey, you know, I'll pop on and say, hey, you know what, I, I got a revenue, revenue growth uh, strategy that you guys can implement, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. Talking about cash flow, all those types of things. But yeah, if you search for Mr. Biz, you'll, you'll probably find me. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Well, Ken Wentworth, thanks for joining us, uh, Mr. Biz on the Discovery Multifamily Podcast. I uh, hope to have you again on in the short near term future. All right. Thanks, Anthony, for having me. Appreciate it. Take care, Ken.